0: This is the most not athletic 6'5 podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Harrell. Why the fuck awake? (laughs) On an early Friday morning. um, My sleep pattern has flipped multiple times through this whole pandemic. First, I couldn't sleep at all. Then I sleep for a little bit. I sleep, No, It's just all over the place, so... Right now, I'm on this wave where I sleep. I think it has something to do with, you know, daylight savings and all that shit. But I'm to sleep a little bit earlier in the night. And then I'm up all morning. So I'm here to bother y'all with my foolishness until <laughs> I fall asleep. Um, but no, seriously, I hope everyone had a great week. Um. Couple things to get into. Um, uh, I try to make this brief as possible, because once again, I would love to take my ass back to sleep. Um, but you know what? I realized this might be the perfect time to do a damn podcast episode. Everyone in my house is asleep. Um, probably something my oldest kid. I need to really go check her sneaky ass because sometimes she try to She has like the same um, sleep patterns that I do. So. Definitely gonna do that when I finish this up. Um, this week we got the Masters. Uh, if well, for those that don't know, I golf. I like golf. I'm not gonna sit up here at like I know everything about it, but it's fun to play, get tipsy, ride in the golf cart, bullshit. Um, the Masters this year, due to the pandemic, is as you may know totally different, there's no fans um, and just this is a different vibe uh, I was able to catch a couple holes um, during the day um, before they suspended play main thing everyone worries about or try to keep up with is Tiger Woods, which played very well um, I think the first hole, I think he started on the 10th hole um, he kind of shanked one and then able to recover, but you know, we don't have to worry about him being cut on a a Friday or Saturday. You know, at this rate, he's definitely going to make it at least to Sunday, which would be great. Uh, Great for golf. Uh, Having won last year, I think, you know, if he just has a solid showing this year, you know, he's, he's getting up there in age, so he definitely need to just Have a good outing. Show that he still play with these young guys that's coming behind him. And um, man, I just I just hope for what we can make of a great tournament uh, this weekend. Um, I don't know how it's gonna turn out, but you know, hopefully everything works out and we can actually have some uh something decent to watch this weekend. Football. I have so many issues with football right now. College football is just hit or miss. You got games being postponed. I think there was an Alabama, ga- Alabama game that got postponed this weekend. and it, It's just, I don't know how they're going to have a championship this year when you have leagues starting later. You have the Big Ten missing games. It's a shit show, man. And These commissioners, I, I get it, it's a money grab. You have to kind of recruit, recoup some revenue from missing out on a lot of the events and sports. I mean, you got a lot of colleges canceling sports altogether. I think the Ivy League canceled all their sports for the fall. You know, I think they may have made a, an announcement for the spring. So it's just all over the place right now. And. I want sports more than anything that's just that's my that's my livelihood that's what i like to watch i'm not a reality tv guy i don't do a whole bunch of binge watching which honestly i did for a minute Uh, i'll get to that uh later in this uh, episode but yeah i just think that I love sports, but it has to be a a better way. I mean, the NBA executed their bubble flawlessly. Baseball, hit or miss, but let's be honest, a 60 game regular season for baseball. I really put an asterisk on their championship, to be honest. That's just not a big enough sample size or um, amount of games to determine a champion in, in baseball, in my opinion. So, Football just got to get it together because I think NFL, they're trying to figure stuff out on the fly. Now they're adding more teams to playoff. If certain teams can't play a full 16 game schedule or 18 game schedule, whatever, the fuck. We should, they shouldn't be playing that many games in the first place. But that's neither here nor there. Everything's a money grab right now, and um, everyone's suffering. The, the athletes are suffering. The, consumer suffering um, so hopefully you can figure this shit out soon Stand on the topic of sports um, and this is just something that came to me overnight I was just scrolling looking through my sports feeds and I believe it's Corey Davis of Tennessee Titans wide receiver a brother passed away and ESPN had a you know, um, a picture and, and a brief, um, description or whatever, of pretty much, Hey, just is Corey Davis, his brother passed away. Look at him crying and it brought back something that I've been feeling for years, especially when it comes to, um, black athletes in the media and I get it, you know, I don't have a radio show, I did at one point, but I don't have a radio show, um, but I understand you have to fill in segments with compelling stories and, you know, you can't just say, hey, stats, 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 and bore people to death, I get it, but the thing that bothers me about media is, um, using traumatic events in people's lives for, um, coverage and clickbait and you can in and, and problem example you know i will say like college game day and it always steers towards black athletes i am not give a, I literally don't give a fuck about what anybody say it always steers towards black athletes they'll you know they'll go through their normal rundown and then they want to highlight a player and it's it's it came from a rough background Mom was on Coke and Dad was, in, abs, was absent. And, you know, he had a weather storm and some coach came in his life and changed his, the tra- trajectory of his his life. And now he has a scholarship and da da da. I'm like, and a little brother got shot and killed. And for me, I know for a fact there's, and I, there's more Myron Rose out there that don't get acknowledged. Um, for those that don't know who that is, it was uh, uh, he was a collegiate player for Florida State. Played in the NFL uh, briefly. I think he played for the Titans, if I'm not mistaken. Tennessee Titans. Uh, went on to become a doctor get his residency, all that stuff. There's more of those stories out there than, well, I won't say there's more, let's be clear. I understand the plight of a black person. So there's more stories out there that can be acknowledged than the um, rags to riches, struggle uh, parents not around bullshit they feed us in the media because it just keeps feeding into the same narrative that athletes need sports to survive or they need sports to get by. Sports is their way out the hood. That's bullshit to me. Like, and don't get me wrong, I, I see where it is that way for some people, but it's not the only way. And you don't have to have trauma and death and violence and um, adversity all the fucking time to be a successful athlete. It pisses me off when I get to see these stories all the time. And I've noticed it probably since I was a kid. I mean, I'm not saying I'm just like some whiz kid or some shit, but some things resonated with me earlier as a kid you know let's say 11 12 years old watching you know tv than i think it did for my peers just because i just saw things um in a broader sense um growing up because i was living through those things (laughs) probably worse in some cases than what they were portraying on tv and i'm sitting there like okay cool but now what you know now what so i just wish they really would stop doing that it's it's beyond frustrating and it's it's a detriment to to me to the the kids that or the i won't say kids but the young men and young ladies that go to school get good grades come from a could be a single parent household, but with not all the trauma or a, a, a two parent household and just go about it. Don't have all these things, you know, I guess adversity, um, traumatic situations to push them to be uh, the best athlete on the field or on the court. Okay. You want student athletes. Most of the time they're talking about this. They may mention it's always, <laughs> it's always, yeah, they look at this and their little friend, their, their friend, little nuke nuke got shot and da 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 And then at the end, like, oh yeah, by the way, he has a 3.4 G, uh, grade point average. You can say that shit in the beginning. You can say that in the middle. You can show this kid going to class, um, interacting with their teachers, getting professors inputs, On what type of student and person they are, person they are, and their character, without all this fluff. Okay, so that was my rant for today. But yeah, that really, uh, just that one. And by the way, Cordellius, my condolences to him and his family. Um, I didn't want to use him as the example, but that's what triggered my emotions about the topic. So now we can get to my Los Angeles Lakers uh, championship champion Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, There are discussions right now about trading for San, San Antonio Spurs. Forward guard DeMar DeRozan. Now in the trade package we're yeah, I say we we're also thinking about sending Kyle Kuzma and Dan Green to the Spurs. I uh, have mixed feelings about this. Now with DeRozan I think he will Fit. Um, the only issue I believe is he's a mid-range player. He has no perimeter game. None. <laughs> he refuses to do it. He's 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 he gets away with what people get on Ben Simmons about. Like he don't he don't want to shoot threes, which I get. Like you have to live and work with what you feel is best and within your um, toolbox style. Uh, so I, th- I think he's still a very good player. He's still pretty athletic. I think he would be a good piece. Now I would prefer to try to get a Bradley Bill. I'm not sold on a Victor Oladipo, just injuries. I-, I don't know if he's gonna be able to stand in for a whole season. But, you know, DeRozan, and back in LA, you see Danny Green, I like Danny Green, I know we gave him shit through the playoffs, I know it, <laughs> we got on him and Kuzma, but in terms of Danny Green, he's an older player now, um, he went from a streaky shooter, good defender with the Spurs, to a very consistent shooter, solid defender. Um, especially in Toronto to now kind of back to being streaky and defense has regressed and I think it's more the age and schemes have changed um, since he's been in the league so I still think he's a solid player Um, I don't think we should let three-point shooting go on that team we need that in um, droves but if we're going to make a move and that's going to net us DeMar DeRozan, which on a good night, good season, I think, and, and I hate to say the top, I won't say top 20, I refuse to say top, let say top 25 player in the league. On, on his best night, he could be the top 25 player in the league. You you have to go ahead and take that chance. Hopefully, I haven't looked at his contract. Um, hopefully, it's maybe no more than two years, so we, we won't have to you know be um, tied down to it if it doesn't work out. Or if it doesn't work out for a year, we can move him. Um, so I, I think it'll be a good move for us. I I was thinking when I was thinking about the Rosen trade though, and then we had. Some Chris Paul whispers, and yeah, I don't want that um, this thing. Like we really mortgage the future for one championship, because as a Lakers fan, unless we get a top tier third option, and we're able to fill out the roster with not people who just say vets, vets. You know, LeBron gets a whole bunch of thirty three to. 37-year-olds that's willing to play for two million dollars no 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 we we have to get younger we cannot go with the same model that we went because it's real simple it's going to be a 72 game season it's going to be a condensed season i mean that it's not going to be over the course of months that uh, a normal season that uh, would be so you telling me we're about to get a whole bunch of, we're going to have maybe one of the older teams in the league. Yes, 10 less games, but um, less time in between games, possibly. And then turn around, have to get started with another season right after. No, that's not the move. I think we definitely need to get younger. Um, going back to mortgage in the future, just think about all the tap. Like we did not. Bad. We really didn't. Now, we may have had too many young players at one time and trying to build through the draft and didn't have enough veterans to complement them. But think about all the players in the league that we have in I am parched. I am so parched this morning. It's green TV. Green TV. Think about all the players that we have around the league that's playing in significant roles, starters. Um, okay off the top of my head. And these are players that people just really don't think much about. Thomas Bryant played pretty well with the Washington Wizards. Uh, Zubac with the Clippers played pretty well. Julius Randle with the, uh, Knicks. He probably put up 20 points a game. Then you go up, you go to Los Angeles Lakers South with Nazza um, Ball, Brandon Ingram, uh, Josh Hart, D'Angelo Russell. It's like we, we there's about seven, eight players throughout the league that's either starting or has significant roles on their team that we drafted within the last four to five years. Like some of them just now starting to get their second contracts. Brandon Ingram's in for a huge payday. If Lonzo can just, for goodness sake, just have a solid solid season, he's going to be in for a big payday. They're pretty much going to move Drew Holiday out of of New Orleans to, to give Lonzo a chance to be that guy. We have so many players around the league, and we got 80, don't get it twisted, top five in the league. But I just look at some of that talent we could have had, or we could have just kind of sacrificed, keeping one or two of those pieces. Now we move, and then we move Cal Kuzma. So that's another player that we developed, we drafted, we nurtured, and then they're going to. Maybe flourish somewhere else. The, the, the jury's still out on Kyle Kuzma. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe with Pop, that might be uh, a different move for him. All right, so I'm done with sports. We can move on. Um, and over the last couple of days, you know, post the election, there's been, um, Increased talks of a possible lockdown. Um, I think I saw Was it yesterday that Chicago will uh, be going to lockdown curfew starting Monday And if that's happening in one of the bigger cities in America, it's only going to be a trickle-down effect um, Before it hits, you know, I live outside Atlanta, you know, Philadelphia Detroit all these big metro cities. So um, I'm curious to see how this next um, quarantine, so to speak, uh, will affect not only the job market and everything, but relationships. Uh, one thing I noticed, I think, and this is just me being skeptical and conspiracy theorists. But I don't know if you all have watched um, The Circle and, and then Netflix just put out like two or three um, shows about pretty much social distance dating and social distance friendships and all that. And, and it so happened to come out right before or right after everything got shut down the first time can't remember exactly when, but I want to say it's like right before, because it just seems to me like, I won't say they knew <laughs> that it was going to be this shitty, but just the thought that we have to consider months of not being able to interact um, physically with people that we love or we want to date or, you know, let relatives or what have you. And when that sh- those shows came out first, thing I was like, why, are we, why, why are they doing this? Like, why are they creating these type of shows? Like that's the first thing came to mind. And then shortly after boom, everybody shut down, you know, zoom became more of a thing. Um, FaceTime became more prevalent so on and so forth so i'm seriously if you already in a relationship or marriage live together how is a second shutdown or quarantine going to affect your your relationship your mental state because just a little bit of freedom (laughs) that we had over the summer people wilded the fuck out I've been seeing so many videos and pictures of people at these parties, shoulder to shoulder, no mask on, no care in the world. Um, I know a few people that's been out been been in the streets, so to speak. Now they got COVID, you know, and the fact I think personally that with COVID not necessarily being a death sentence to people with good immune systems and um, don't have pre-existing conditions or what have you, people not taking it as seriously. Um, and I think most of us are guilty to a certain extent. Um, I can speak for myself and saying that I do wear masks. I hate it sweaty you know having a mask on your body temperature it's just it's a shitty situation for me as well but i just do it <laughs> i just do it and get it the fuck over with so but it's just like so many people just out now that they did have that freedom what are people going to do with um and No, it could be good and bad and I say that to say as much as people are so rebellious of the whole quarantine and everything if you really don't have much of a choice to stay at home maybe, just maybe it will um, kind of subdue some of the Because this this whole election thing is far from over. The orange is going to do everything in his power to remain in office as long as he can. And if he is finally ushered out, there's going to be people that's going to be really pissed and ready to ready to act a damn fool. So I don't. I'm not saying I want a quarantine. I'm just looking at it from different aspects. I'm not even subscribing to any one thing. I'm just looking at it like, okay, maybe, maybe a quarantine may not be the worst thing. Because A, hopefully it gets these cases back down to a reasonable level, because we're like the worst country <laughs> out of all of them, including the one that the fucking virus originated in we're by far the worst. Um just in terms of lack of awareness, lack of give a damn and maybe it'll be killing two birds with one stone. Hey, stay your ass at home, stay well, and y'all won't be in the streets trying to tear up shit and kill each other. Then again, you put us all at home for several weeks or months. Only thing we're doing now is listening to the news and watching news. And one thing about the pandemic is I think everyone became more aware of things outside their little bubble or outside their home or their little social groups. It forced everyone to kind of be more aware of other things because the only thing you could do is watch television or watch shows and um, deal with it you know you couldn't escape it with the work all the time or social activities just like things at home going back to the relationships you you had to deal with that person that you're in a relationship with it wasn't like i'm gonna go play ball with the boys or i'm gonna go to brunch with the girls or You know, whatever the hell you do to kind of get away and um, decompress without your significant other. You really had to be knee deep and sit there and be with that person for weeks to months. Um, So if we had to revisit that again, I'm very curious and um, intrigued. I really want to see how this play plays out. But I can see it going in many different ways. I promise to try to keep it short I think I'm around the 30 minute mark um in closing weekend um I'm very curious to see how all this works out um with the lockdowns if Chicago once again Chicago's going to one starting Monday I know there's going to be more to follow at some point so I think I say this at the end of most of my episodes. Please wear a funny mask. <laughs> For one, two, be safe this weekend. Um, if this is going to be one of one or two, uh, Thanksgiving is pretty much shot to hell. I know um, plenty of people that I know that families aren't going to do Thanksgiving. Um, they're going to do a Zoom Thanksgiving. Everyone's going to click at their own homes. and. Video chat, it's going—it's it's a different dynamic this year, and I get it, but we also have to be smart in the way we move, not only for our health, but for the ones that we have to interact with at work, at home, what have you, so if this is going to be the, one of the last few weekends, we have quote-unquote freedom to move the way we want to move, shit. I might be out of work again. I this bitch. <laughs> I just thought about that. Anyway, please, for the love of all that's holy and right, just be safe. Do the social distancing. Do whatever you can and, and try in the next few weeks, if you don't get locked down in your city or state, to get acclimated and try to get stay home a little bit more. yourself back into it because if you just get locked down all of a sudden you're gonna go stir crazy we don't need that so yes please please just be safe everybody have a great weekend i appreciate you listening um if you're listening you see this uh on social media uh, share retweets what have you uh, hopefully next week uh the boy the boy uh ray jones and i'll be back uh with another pod this sounds a little funky a little off my apologies i just did it from my phone uh we usually do it a different type of way so it's a little more clear but i'm gonna try to take my ass to sleep for at least an hour before i wake up again y'all have a great weekend y'all take care